we here what up sir what is good mr glass chilling how's your day been man it's been an interesting day <laughs> last couple days yeah the last yeah. two days have been really interesting yeah. you know uh i think we earned our name as the most the, infamous the most infamous <laughs> they call us the most infamous for a reason <laughs> all caps a specific reason all dog caps. all caps we're those guys <laughs> we are goodness man it's been confirmed yo they tried to assassinate us guy you know what i'm saying like martin on the balcony <laughs> like martin on the balcony man tried to assassinate us it didn't work man it man. didn't work man we still here man you know for those who haven't seen the hubbub you know there's a lot of hubbub who knows when this episode will come out but uh yeah around our our episode about you know uh women or female mcs failing in the music industry and a lot of people got mad at the title and you know screamed and yelled but the majority of the feedback was positive yes like i would say 95 percent. the bulk well you know what i'm saying was like this is dope mm-hmm but the people who were mad were not even listeners of our podcast. Exactly. Ain't never, probably ain't never listened to an episode. For shame. Mm. Never fucked with our podcast, yet accosting us. Right. For our little opinions. Who would have thought what two, you know what I'm saying? We're just dudes, man. We just hang out and talk about shit. Now all of a sudden, we're the bad guy. Man, it's cool. and don't forget them, man. Just I don't do that. well with the with the trolling information. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like a logic. You know, he's a laid back guy. Right. You know, he'll he thinks people when they say they want to talk about something that they still want to talk. Right. And I try, and then it's like y'all just mad. I'm done. I'm not doing <laughs> right. it. Right. I quit. He, he got such a pure heart. <laughs> I quit. I try. He man. tried, man. I tried. See, I don't even give a fuck anymore. I used to be you. <laughs> That was like fuck y'all. I'm yeah, going in. I'm no longer you, man. Yeah. I'm on the dark side of internet interaction. <laughs> I, the force has taken me completely over. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, no, you mean me ill will until you prove otherwise. I have to assume people are assholes. Yeah, I look at their shit if they doing some name calling in the original post. If they being mean, mm-hmm. I greet them with the same or more force. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it comes to super duty tough work, man, we got a no terrorist policy. <laughs> right. You know how when right. people get get uh, kidnapped and they be trying the terrorists be trying to negotiate with yeah, the United States. We don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> yeah, we don't negotiate with terrorists <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> so all you terrorists out there <sighs> thinking you go come over here and get some concessions. No. <laughs> you know what? They probably won't that that probably be the only episode they listen to. They'll never fuck with us again. I mean, and, and then good riddance. They weren't fucking with us in the first place. Thank you. Like the thing is, most of the people that were upset have never listened to our podcast for the most part. And if they had, then all that would have been it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have came. Bruh, let me tell you how many so many people who were friends mm-hmm. of the people who were talking shit mm-hmm. messaged me. I was like, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Is that is that what happened? Yes. I apologize on this guy's behalf. Right. He's a piece of shit. He being a dick. He right being now. a dick to you, and you are not wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are coming at you, 20 motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. people don't know. Like, I I took this shit to motherfuckers' Facebook pages. You did. They were talking shit, tagging me. Mm-hmm. And I just said, man, you know what, man? Let me just find these people in real life. <laughs> yeah, let me just go. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fighting oh. name first and last. Right. Yeah, oh, governments. Paige is not private. Uh, I'm hopping in this conversation. Right. Let's go. And uh, when you do that, you will sometimes make more enemies, but sometimes you, you get to clarify your point mm-hmm. and motherfuckers can't misrepresent you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we about here, man. Yeah. You know, we about positivity, but we ain't scared to swing no swords. Yeah, man. So uh, it's been yeah. real. It's been real, man. I feel like I ain't seen you in a minute. Yeah, because we didn't do last yeah, week. Okay, yeah, we okay. didn't do last week. Damn, where my man's been at? Yeah, yeah. I miss my man. So yeah, you know, we here the most infamous podcast, and uh, you know, this week we're talking about something. You know, the holiday season is over, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone's been doing stuff for other people and helping other people, and uh, we want to talk about helping people, but we want to talk about how to help people without hurting them. Word. How to help people without hurting them? Because I see a lot of times. We think of help as this absolute thing where you help somebody, it's done, mm-hmm. nothing but positive can come out of it. Right. But when you really look around the world, some of the best gestures of kindness turn into bad things. Yes. And uh, this episode, we want to talk about how to help people the right way. Like you can help everybody, but you got to have some kind of guidelines. Yeah. And this episode is about, you know, four or five guidelines we got mm-hmm. for helping people. And uh, hopefully these guidelines will help you help people better without hurting them. Word. And we'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping a culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come close to. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jobbing, and no bullshit. Yeah, here we are, back in the building, together again on the radio. Yeah. Super Duty Tough Work, man. You know, this week we're talking about how to help people. Mm-hmm. without hurting people mm-hmm. and uh you know we got six joints six buttery joints buttery biscuits biscuits uh-huh. fresh out the oven about helping people so that you can help people and not make things worse so rule number one hit them with it uh don't reward bad behavior mm. what we often do when we help people especially those we love we help them unconditionally yeah. We fly into action as soon as something happens, thinking, I got to save them. I got to get them out of this position. I have to do what they asked me to do immediately. But what we don't do when we're rushing is look around. Yeah. Because oftentimes, if you just slow down and you look around, you're like, yo. You don't deserve it. <laughs> you don't even deserve it. You don't deserve this, dog. You don't deserve it. You did this to yourself, right. man. Right. Why did you do that to that man? Right. Of course he fucking did that to you. <laughs> right, right. You provoked him. 
Like yeah. this is the real man. Like, but when you love people, you don't see that shit at first, mm-hmm. man. It's like love just makes you say, man, look, I got you, dog. Right. I got you, dog. Man, let me. I, I probably told this story in here before, man. And like, this is one I'll tell it again because it's been a couple years. Mm-hmm. There was this. I had a homegirl, and she used to date messed up dudes all the time. Right. One of the best homegirls. Like she was trying to actively date like married men super thuggish violent dudes all the time she would get a kick out of dating married men right and i was just like yo you need to chill the fuck out why are you doing this she's highly educated master's degree doctor and all this stuff still just trash when it comes to the <laughs> opposite sex right you know so one night we're at scully's mm-hmm. and this was back in our heyday where we was okay. doing new years at scully's yeah. every album release party at scully's right. scully's was our man i knew the whole staff right, right. i knew the, the bouncers and doormen on a first name basis mm. we had each other's numbers in our phones yeah you know i basically felt like i worked at this club this <laughs> <video. laughs> i'm there one night kicking it doing my thing mm. it's not my event i'm just you know yeah up in the place yeah, uh, uh what do you say uh campaigning and champagne i was doing that <laughs> i get a, i get a text uh-huh from my homegirl. Uh-huh. It says, help me. <laughs> I wish she knew she'd get caught. She'd get caught. I said, what's going on? And, and first of all, why are you texting? Right, right. We're both in the club together. I, I know you're in here. Uh-huh. She says, I'm in the bathroom. I don't want to leave because the dude I came with is standing outside. I think he's going to do something to me. I said, okay. This is not good. So... I said, okay, I round up the troops. Mm. I said, I'm thinking this is going to be a goddamn giant over there. You know, right. we, we rounded up. I go get the doorman. I can't remember his name. He was like 6'4", yeah. 250, 275, muscle. Yeah. My man. He's like, yeah, I got you, Brent. My man. <laughs> <laughs> I go get a couple other homies. We walk over to the bathroom. It's like a five foot four, 150 pound <laughs> She in the bathroom. She weighed more than this guy. Uh-huh. And, uh, I walk in. I don't say nothing to him. I walk in. I say, yeah. I don't say her name. <laughs> you might have to uh, edit that I'll out. I'll edit her name yeah. out. I say, yo. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Mm. She's like, yo, you know, this dude out here is fucking with me. I feel like I can't leave. You know what I'm saying? And X, Y, Z. I just want to go home. And, you know, he want me to leave with him. And I say, you know, I feel threatened. I don't feel safe. I said, okay, well, look, we'll. I said, are you trying to go home? She's like, yes. Okay, well, look, I got the crew outside mm-hmm. i said well uh we'll make sure you good this dude the whole time this dude is standing there just like hard as a fucking hardened criminal he looking like cell block four. <laughs> like, he ready to fight all of us uh little dude uh-huh. you know what i mean little guy he was just like whatever yeah I'm about to fuck all of y'all <laughs> right right <laughs> 150 pound dude he was ready to fight all of us and uh-huh. it's like i literally had three dudes who were over 250 300 pounds with me mm-hmm me and another couple of homies and he was not he scared. Was ready. He was ready like no I'm not going nowhere and she about to leave with me because she's because she can't because we came together. Mm. I was like oh this is about to get ugly man and so I'm like look man what we about to do is we about to walk her to her car. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do but you're not getting in that car mm-hmm. and so he was like whatever he said cool so we you know me and the homies she walks out Mm-hmm. We walk outside. It's mad tense because he's lurking, walking about three <laughs> feet from all of us, oh. pacing, mad, like uh, he's ready to set it. He did. He hated. So we get her to her car. You know what I'm saying? He don't want to. He want to do something, but he don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, look, go straight home, and uh, do not answer this motherfucker's calls. 
no matter what. Mm, I know where Call me going. when you get there. I know where this is going. <laughs> so we go back in the club. We there's still tension because now he's mad at all of us mm-hmm. for coming between him and this girl. And uh, we go back and, you know, I bump into one of his, uh, somebody who knows him. He's like, oh, yeah, I know that dude, man. He crazy, man. <laughs> he might pop he out with the gun. I was like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. This snap. is all bad, yeah. you know. So, but thankfully, it was over. We got her out of there. Next day, I text her, hey, um, just checking in on you. Make sure you're good. Uh, what's going on? You know, did you make it home safe? Is everything cool? I don't hear from her. Mm-hmm. Then I hear from about an hour later. Yeah, I'm good. I was like, yo, you didn't talk to him. And I, she's like, look, I got to make a admission to you. I said, what? She said, he called me. I went over there and we spent the night together. I said, yo. Don't ever ask me for help. <laughs> Bruh, never. Could you imagine how mad I was? Dog. Dog. A crazy motherfucker who I'm risking my safety. Mm-hmm. The staff of the club for all of this only for her. To go right back to this dude and spend a night with him. That same that night. same night. Same night, bro. Yeah, don't ever ask me for help. <sighs> this shit is fucked up. But the moral of the story mm. is that don't reward bad behavior. Yeah. See, had I been the man I am now, <laughs> I would have said, "Who he come here with?" Right. And she said, "We came together." Uh, I'd have said. Oh, well, that's your problem then. <laughs> you got to figure that out. figure that out. You better do something. You better call an Uber while he in there and sneak out. Yeah, something. Do whatever you got to do because I'm not about to risk my life mm-hmm. and all my friends' lives for this. Mm-hmm. This is bad behavior. You chose a dude, didn't come find this dude, was always violent, was always on some shit, put hands on her. And it was just like one of the situations like, yo, you literally put our lives in jeopardy. Yeah, because of your bullshit. Yeah. And so uh, the, the moral of the story, y'all, and, and the best way to help people is to not reward bad behavior. Before you rush in, take a look around. Mm-hmm. Look at the circumstances. Because just like we had a little five foot four, 150 pound motherfucker who's ready to die. Yeah. You may have <laughs> a 300 pound. 300 pound motherfucker ready to die right. over something that you don't even know. Like the, the person who you're trying to help may have done something that is completely wrong to someone Mm -hmm. and you are robbing them of an opportunity to fix that Mm -hmm. to atone for that right and you're putting yourself in harm's way by rewarding bad behavior all what you want to do instead reward good behavior yeah see i go through this with my kids any parent (laughs) actually any parent would understand this rule because my kids every now and then you know like everybody got good grades except one of them and he'd be the main one asking for shit Right, right. It's like, like no. How? What? What did I tell you? Your job was do schoolwork. Yeah. Do your chores. Yeah. You don't do that. You don't get rewarded. And he do try to catch you slipping. Yeah, be sure. <laughs> Dad, I know you're tired. Can I just? No. Are you thinking, let me hold on. <laughs> right. Trying to ask hey. for money. Can I go to the movies? Hey, no. He just bought me ten, Dad. I, I promise you. On Fay Day, I'm gonna give it right back. Nah. Nah, dog. <laughs> they be trying it. And it's like you ain't earned that. You don't you don't deserve that. <laughs> Why are you asking me to spend my money? <laughs> like kid, especially teenagers, you know they teenagers. I mean, when we were yeah. teenagers, we did the same yeah, shit. Yeah, we tried it. We tried. We tried it, but our parents were strict as fuck. Oh, hell yeah. Like we had southern parents. Like them motherfuckers be like, mm, uh, what? What? 
boy, if you don't get out of here, I don't get this belt. <laughs> right. And pull out you a switch on. in the back of yeah, your head just for even asking. Oh, my mom had the meanest left hook. <laughs> I only had to get hit twice with that motherfucker to know, like, not yeah. to test her. She's like a little goddamn drill sergeant back then, man. Yeah. But yeah, man, like, you you can't do it. Do not reward bad behavior. Yeah. So, those of you out there, I know you want to help. Yeah. But, but don't do that. If they don't deserve it, don't. Don't do it. It ain't worth it. Mm-mm. Okay. Number two way to help people without hurting them is to don't create dependency. Mm. See, what we do sometimes is when we help people, it's very open ended. Right. Like someone will say, hey, man, I came up short this week. Could you spot me $40 till next payday? Mm. Okay, cool. Man. Two weeks from now. Hey, man, <laughs> came up short this week. Can you let me hold $40? The next payday and i pay oh. you 80 yeah 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll pay you 80 for real next week trust me i got you bro because i've been working overtime and i look it's, it's good. i got you All right okay cool okay they let you go four weeks this time mm-hmm. two months later hey bro man yo you know i ain't hit you up in a minute man so you know i've been handling my shit so you know can you just let me get 30 <laughs> I only need 30 to stop. Yo, the homie had a flat tire. I helped him out. Right. And when I helped him out, I came up short. Mm -hmm. So really, I'm only short because I helped him. Not because I can't handle my shit. You know, you dig. You know what I'm saying? You dig. You know, you feel me. I'm responsive. (laughs) You see, this pattern goes on and on for long periods of time. And this, (laughs) what happens with this pattern is that it creates dependency Mm -hmm. because now after the second third fourth fifth time right that person feels like they can count on you right to bail them out of whatever decision that they made and eventually they start getting paid like i mean i can't afford to get these jays but let me hit my mans up (laughs) i know if i do buy them he'll get me back (laughs) right he'll put me back on my feet This shit is so real, man. <laughs> like, people really do this shit. Like, and you eventually start saying, like, yo, this is an adult that is like a child. Mm-hmm. The entire time you gave them stuff, they never thought that this could come to an end. All right. They looked at it like, that person has helped me before. Now they're obligated to help me whenever I need it. Yeah. And that is a dangerous thing when it comes to adults. Yeah. That's why you got to start training them early. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta start learning this shit when you in high school. Like, your parents, because my parents used to put me, and it was like, you need to figure some shit out. <laughs> Don't yeah. come to me every time you need something. Yeah. If it ain't, if it ain't life or death. Yeah. Then you need to figure it out. Yeah. You know, I, I gotta help you with some stuff, but some stuff you just need to fucking figure <laughs> out, or else you'll never learn. You'll never figure That's, it out. It's true, man. And, and you know, we, we think about a lot of, um, our relationships like kids you're talking about mm. some of us have friendships like that yeah where we have friends who are uh stuck in one place mm-hmm. they've been at one level for three four five years complacent complacent and whenever things go wrong you know everyone has a lot of love for them because you know you see their potential mm-hmm. you love them but at the same time you're constantly having to pour into them to fix problems that they could have prevented had they been given the space and opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And when you give to them and you create this dependency, you're removing their chance to grow. 
you know, and it, it's fucked up. Like I, I've had situations with family mm-hmm. where it took me probably till I was thirty mm, before, to, to say no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dog. Because here's the thing: the problem with me, like as we talk about, you know, once you help your mom get a house, right? Then everybody like, oh, mm. Mr. Shepherd, <laughs> <laughs> Albert, <laughs> my man. Hey, bro. How you doing? Right. How are things? Ain't talked to you in months. Is business going good? Right. Yeah. Yo, want to thank you for what you did for mom. Uh huh. But I was just wondering. <laughs> Can I hold something? <laughs> Can I hold or something? The, ba- the way my bank account is set up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it needs to be held. I need something to hold my bank account. <laughs> Can you just please just give me a little shower? Oh. A couple little dollars. Oh, man. A couple few dollars. That's yeah. like, yo, I ain't got a couple. But even in the. I had to first learn to lie. Right. Right. Like, I ain't got it. Right. Which is, I felt bad. Like, how do I just lie to this man? Right. Well, I ain't got it. I do have it. I got it. I got abundance. <laughs> I got more than enough. Yeah. I could give it to you. <laughs> right. But I'm not gonna. Right. Be- and that's the difference. It's, you have to lie sometimes, man. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable, even to this day, to be like, I ain't got it. Mm-hmm. But I try to have these rules mm-hmm. so I can say, has this person been calling me every six weeks mm-hmm. for two years right. for the same forty dollars? Mm-hmm. I'm basically they're like an employee, <laughs> right? I pay these motherfuckers every two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> so and they ain't doing no work. No, they doing nothing. What do yeah. I get out of this? Right? They don't never hit you with like, yeah. How can I earn fifty dollars? Right, right. You need some work done. Yeah, can I come cut your grass because I need a little bit of money. <laughs> what you need, man? You need some emails answered. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some mail order finished. What? That? No. Just let me hold something. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this, is, this creates dependency. So what we want people to do instead of that is to focus on how, if you do give, when you do give, because you will. Mm-hmm. Like we, this episode is not to say, don't help nobody. Oh, right. Don't give nothing. Like we're basically saying, if, when you do give, because you will, try to create situations that promote that person's individualism, mm-hmm. growth, right. independence. You want to create, like something where they say, you know what? That money they gave me, I used to generate more money. Mm-hmm. That money they gave me lasted me until I can make this adjustment and drop this thing. And now I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm set. I'm not behind anymore. And it's not this continuous thing where it's like I'm always behind because I always make the same decisions and I'm always living above my means. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- it can be hard to do. It's very hard to do, especially with family. Oh. It's hard. It's so hard with family. With with friends, not as much, depending on how close the friends are. Yeah. But with family, it's so difficult. It's really difficult with family. Yeah. But, you know, the worst is like, if you don't do it with family, it hurts you the most. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you can deal with a friend being a, a, a unproductive crime. Right, 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 right. But when your family is leaning on you yeah. and that pressure build, it just feels heavier. And it feels like, and if it feels like they're using you and they don't appreciate uh. what you're doing for them. It's like I expect this from people that other people. Yeah. I expect I, I would I would accept that a little more from my friends. Facts. Than family. You know? Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, so that's number two. Yes, sir. And we'll take a break. It's officially spring, and we're having a spring sale on waitlist.net. That means for the next 30 days, from March 1st through March 31st, 2019, everything on waitlist.net is 20% off. That means CDs, 20% off. Vinyl, 20% off. T-shirts, 20% off. 
books 20% off even the super duty tough work hoodies are 20% off this month to take advantage of the sale go to waitlist.net make your order and enter the code spring 20 that's spring 20 this sale ends at the end of this month so don't sleep thanks for your support and uh back to the show <laughs> a couple few a couple few a couple few dollars <laughs> you know it's real when they hit you with a couple few <laughs> that's, some su- that's some southern shit straight up yeah let me hold a couple few dollars oh man it's so real man cause I've been there no it's, it's, it's fucked up man it'll have you sad yeah. like it'll have you to where like when you get paid you don't be excited right <laughs> like you, you like, like motherfuckers know your payday. Yeah, they yeah. know when you get paid. They like yo. Yeah, every Friday hit you up like yo. How you doing today? They know they know your payday, mm-hmm. but they pretend that you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork, they know when you get paid. It's like yeah, man. Um, we talked about that twenty, that, that couple few you was gonna let me hold on Monday. <laughs> I know it's Friday. I just check it in. Yeah, just checking it to see where you at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you've been to the bank, <laughs> right? We had a chance to get that couple few for me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mysteriously, when they get paid, right. no one knows. Yeah, you, you don't hear from them. What day you get paid again? Oh, man, my check got messed the up, way, brother. The way that the bank account. <laughs> man, my direct deposit messed up again, man. Uh, look, I'm trying to talk to the bank right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you your money back. We're going to get this sorted out. Right. I'm going to get you your couple few dollars back, brother. Let's <laughs> go. This is crazy. Okay. Okay. Man. <laughs> this is a funny episode. Yeah. How to help people without hurting them. <laughs> we didn't hit you with two. We got number three. And this is one that's kind of like about management of anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, the number three way to help people without hurting them is to give them positive feedback, man. Yeah. Give people constructive criticism, but positive feedback when they're doing the right thing. Right. Like when people are on their job, mm-hmm. when they not asking you for nothing, when they're prospering, when right. they're making good decisions, responsible shit, get them a little, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I see you, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I see you, man. You're doing it over there, man. Make cat feel like you feel good. Yeah. Like, oh, they notice. They notice. Yeah. Because, man, you know, sometimes, especially once you get older, mm-hmm. I mean, you're a father, I got to tell you. Fathers be getting taken for granted. Oh, dog, they be trying. Uh, <laughs> and, it's, and sometimes it's like I know what you're doing, but yeah. I'm too tired to fight it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I know you trying it. Okay, just go. Just get out my face. You know what I'm saying? Just get out my face. I already know what you're doing. Just get out right, my face. I seen you come. <laughs> I seen you all the way down the street. Like dealing with this shit. Just go. Yeah, just you go. got it, man. Just, right. Whatever, man. Just yeah. leave, leave me be. Yeah. <laughs> But like when people and it's it's the same thing. I, I'm I'm a firm believer that your uh, your ability or your privilege of giving someone constructive criticism or telling them when they went wrong, the cost of that is you have to be there when things go right. Right. You don't get to just show up when things go wrong and, and say, say, "I told you so." Right. Yeah, Point fingers. Uh, and and when people are in need, as we talked about, that can be the worst thing to do. Mm-hmm. If you've never helped someone, the one time you show up and you start lecturing them about something, right. or maybe they never need anything from you before, right. that's when relationships can get messed up. Mm-hmm. But if you've helped them before, or if you've not even had to help them, but you've 
commended them, giving them props on doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. It becomes so much easier to say, yo, I'm gonna give you this couple few dollars, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey next time around, let's try to do X, Y, and Z. Right. And they'll be like, you right, I got you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna take care of this and I'm gonna get you back. Um, but it starts with the positive. We we never forget that like people respond well to positivity, man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are, like especially people in need. You know, like we've all been there where you are embarrassed about asking somebody for something. Oh yeah, I hate asking. Ugh. Hate asking. Like I'll go, I'll go to my last. Yes. Before I ask, like I'll try everything in the book. <laughs> I'll sell shit if yeah. I have to. You know what I mean? Like I've been there yeah. to where, like I won't make no phone call unless I'm down to something that yeah. I just can't handle it no more. You know, that's the real. And, and people need to know that. Mm. People need to know that, yo man. I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. I see you trying. Mm-hmm. Keep fucking doing it. You fighting and shit. And that that same spirit that they're fighting with is what's gonna make them independent enough to never call call you in the future, right. or to like make them feel like, yo, I never want to go back to that. I want to make them proud for saving me that one time. Right. But you got to be positive in all aspects of it. Like, yo, I'm not here to punish you for these circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'm here to give you some help so you can get to the next stage and we don't have to deal with this no more. And, but in between these times where I got to help you, I got to make sure you practice the right behavior. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have to get you some jewels. Yeah. That's in the it. Process. That's yeah. it. Just give them motherfucking jewels and they'll figure the shit out. But you mm-hmm. just have to make sure that you're like giving them that positive feedback. Right. So that's number three, number four. And this is one, this might be the most important of the podcast. Number four way to help people without hurting them is to create limits. So true. So many times we help people we talked about earlier, we help them in an open-ended manner. We have no limit on the amount we may help them. Mm. We have no limit on the amount of time we may sacrifice to help them. We have no limit on the frequency which with we show up. Mm. Whether, it, oh, you decided to move six times in the last two years. Right. Because you hated that place. And, and then, every time you hit me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> to help you lift that heavy ass that's furniture. Right. Six times in two years. That's a lot, bro. Yeah. Can you just please like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just stay put. Stay put somewhere. Yeah. Like you have big couches and I don't want to carry this shit and you're the only one who shows up. Mm-hmm. Like this happens because they know that no matter how many times they fall out with that landlord, mm-hmm. you going to show up mm-hmm. because you never put a limit on it. You know, uh, the same thing with money. You loan people money. People can start with asking you 20. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is. It can go from 20, 60, 10, 12, 500. <laughs> right. It's just a goddamn chart. I'm just, I, I just need to hold a G till next week. Come like, on. Nigga, what? <laughs> That's the tax lease season hit right, up. Right, right. Yeah, man. I heard you got that refund. I know right. it's that time of year. Right around March. Mm-hmm. They be hitting you like, yeah, man. You know, um, I really need this. I really fell out with my landlord. They didn't give me my safety, my security deposit back. Mm-hmm. And I need that security deposit to pay for the place that I got to move into. And he first and last over there. So I need you. And, you know, I know this is the sixth time in two years. But trust me, man, it's their fault. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the shit. They suck. Oh, man. I'm perfect. They don't. And, and because you don't have limits. These people just take advantage of you, man. Mm. <laughs> they run your ass over, man. If you allow it. Yeah, if you allow it, man. It's just like, you should have a limit on everything you do. It ain't got to be spoken. Mm-hmm. Maybe you make a mental note to yourself to say, man, you know, 
When was the last time I gave them some money? Right. It was just two weeks ago. Didn't I just help you move three months ago? Yeah, this is the last time. Dog, didn't I just save you from that bathroom two weeks ago? Now you call me with another dude to help me. You only come <laughs> bail you out, pick you up from the club. Dude's gonna be shooting at me. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, nah, I'm done. Nah, you get one of those for friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might get two to three loans per year. Mm-hmm. You know, depending upon your 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 speed at paying me back. <laughs> Right and, si- and loan size. You're right, right. Loan size proportional to speed of payback. It needs to be a math equation. Yeah, it does. Loan size divided by payback days uh, equals. <laughs> will I loan it to you? Factor. Yeah. Yes or no. The yes factor. <laughs> be an Excel formula. Right, right. And so uh, you know, obviously, motherfuckers take 120 days to pay you back. This shit that lumber get mad low. <laughs> Factor looking shaky right now. Bad shaky. Like, dog, I can't loan you $120 for 120 days. At least. That's a one-to-one factor, my yeah. G. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> now, you talk about 30 days, mm. we can rap. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to put limits on people, man. And, and I think the, the limits, ultimately, it's not just for you. Mm-hmm. It's for them. Yeah. People need to know, like, you know what? This is a person who goes to work every day like me. Right. This is a person who has kids, mm-hmm. family, bills of their own, and they're giving me something that they don't have to they i don't have a right to this money right you know exactly they're not obligated like you are doing it out of the kindness of your heart whether it's your time your money your skills lending it to somebody to help them and sometimes you have to make a note to yourself to say okay well i'm cool helping them up to this point because if i go that far right ain't no turning back and i'm gonna resent them yeah i'm gonna be like yo Stop hitting me up, man. Yeah. I'm going to say something I might slick. lose a friend. Yeah, I'm going to lose a friend. Yeah. And you ain't got to lose a friend if you can put some things in place to kind of help mitigate that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's number four. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net that means adventures and counterculture book back in stock word is blog back in stock and my most recent book what a night a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock all back in stock you can get all three of those for just 25 dollars on waitlist.net once again all three of my books are available for just 25 dollars on waitlist.net back to the show yeah Super Dute. Tough work. Be here, man. In the place. As always, doing the damn thing. Blueprint and Logic, having grown man conversations. And this is one, you know, a little ditty. Mm-hmm. A, a little, little something. <laughs> a little number. We like to call. <laughs> How to help people <laughs> without hurting people. And uh, we didn't get you four so far. We got two left. And uh, this next one is pretty heavy, too. And this is, you know, this is how I got out of giving people money every week. <laughs> Lie. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we didn't even, that'll be the bonus one. I didn't even have that on here. We didn't have it on here. Yeah, we'll come back and we'll circle back to that. <laughs> but, you know, I wouldn't, here's some shit I noticed. Mm-hmm. So, well, number five uh, way to do it is to wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, people say, well, how does waiting help? What I noticed, man, in dealing with certain family members and friends was that, if you 
answer immediately. Mm-hmm. You respond immediately. Many times the problem you, you were, you're drawn into it immediately and you're in crisis mode. Right. Everyone else is in crisis mode right. and you're frazzled and you can get frustrated with it very easily. What I started doing 15 years ago was I was just like, I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait till I make a decision about whether to give it to him. I'm going to, I'm going to, so some say, Hey man, can I borrow your time, your money, your experience, mm-hmm. whatever? I said, man, I'm not sure if I can. Let me check some things and, right. I, and I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. I check, everything's checked. I ain't got to check shit. <laughs> right. I checked as soon as you asked me. Yeah. yeah. I always got the mental note of where my bank account is at. <laughs> right. Best belief. <laughs> I'm like crazy. I know where my money is allocated. Uh, <laughs> the only decision is where I'm giving it to you. <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> I would just wait. Mm. Sometimes it might be an hour. Mm-hmm. Might be two hours. Mm. Sometimes it might be a day. Sometimes a little longer. What I noticed <laughs> was that during that hour, mm-hmm. two hours, 24 hours, people started hitting me back like, no worries. I got it solved. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, yo. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> How the fuck you get this solved when you called me? It was unsolvable. Mm-hmm. This this was the biggest mountain in your path. Right. <laughs> you just drilled the hole through it in an hour, just went around it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, it taught me something, man. Like that's that shit has worked in so many situations. Mm-hmm. And and it's good for two reasons. One, it allows you to calm down. Right. You know, it allows you to get some distance yourself, not be caught up in the hype of this, you know what I'm saying, the hysteria of, we got this pa- situation, panic, panic. Oh shit, what do we do? I gotta give it to you. I gotta make this go away right now. Right. Especially right? if it ain't the first time. Right. But you know, people got a way of selling that shit mm-hmm. to make yeah. it seem like every time is the first time. <laughs> <laughs> right, every time is more important than the last. Oh, this sixth move, man. This right. is far more important than my right. last move. Yo, I'm moving into, this is the place. Yeah, have you seen this neighborhood though? <laughs> The landlord is awesome. Hardwood, dog. I, I promise you I love this place. I promise you I'm never moving floors. Again. Dog, I'll buy you a pizza. <laughs> yeah. They, why is pizza always the prize at the end of a move? I don't know. I've eaten so much pizza. Oh, God, it, man. It, it's like, dog, I I'm so tired, man. And yeah. it usually ain't good pizza. Yeah. No, no, no. It's usually mm-hmm. the cheap. Like, little Caesars. Little Caesars, most likely. <laughs> a couple $5 joints. They Always. might even get you the journo. Might not even get you no real pizza. Right. It's the microwave shit. Right. I'm gonna get your pizza. You look in the refrigerator like that. Uh, what? Is that me? <laughs> that's what we doing now. Yeah. You come that's, with the fucking microwave. That's joints. my payment. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta wait, man. Mm. The second reason waiting is you gotta do that for them. Right. Like we look at it like that is how you help them. Right. You help by saying, "Look, I'm gonna wait an hour or two because I know during that hour or two, you gonna you gonna be thinking." Yeah, like damn. What if he don't got it? Right. What if he don't hit me back? <laughs> right. If it's really a, if it's really an emergency, you're not gonna sit there and wait for that hour. <laughs> no. You're gonna find some way to make that shit happen. Right. All because you said I don't know. Right. You didn't even tell him no. You right. just said, man, I don't know. I'll see what I can do. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, their mind instead of going into this is this is oh, and when it's a man, let me let me problem solve real quick. Yeah. Let me see what I what else I can I come up with, man. You know. I did have some money under the mattress down there. Let me see. That's my emergency money, man. Mm-hmm. Let me call my man. He owed me a hundred dollars. Right. They get on the phone. They right. start calling the people who owe them money. Right. By the time you, oh, man, I'm good. I'm good, Javon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, I appreciate you though, bro. Yeah. You hit them back like, yo, man, you still in need? You, you good? What's going on with that? Oh man, I'm straight, man. I appreciate you, bro, bro. I found some shit. 
Mm-hmm. All because you waited. Yeah. And if you'd have stayed there, sitting on top of it, panicking, they never would have been resourceful enough to to figure that shit out. That's really what life is. It's just yeah. that shit happening. People figuring out how to fucking solve it on the fly. Yeah, and then they'll come back if if you if you react in the situation soon, sooner than later, mm-hmm. and you don't wait, then they most likely gonna be back. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. They can be back. Yeah, that doesn't send the right message. Yeah, it don't send the right message at all. That that sends the message of I got it. It's no problem. Right. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Always open. Right. Always open. Twenty four seven access. Right. That's what I got you means. Right. Whereas let me see what I can do. Uh-huh. It means <laughs> I might be able to move some things around. <laughs> yep. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And if I can move things around. I might be able to free up something that I don't have mm. to give to you that I'm going to need back mm-hmm. <laughs> because I have to make things work. Right. And you might not want me to be on your back about this because I had to work so hard to get it for you. Right. And it makes me like, man, do I want to go through that? <laughs> right. Do I really want to? <laughs> do I really? Man, let me call my guy and tell him to pay me back this hundred. Right. And then I'm going to hit you back. That's number five. Yes, sir. Okay. Last joint. Uh, how to help people without hurting people. Number six, finish your work first. Yeah. Finish you first. Or else you're going to be mad. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be mad that you put time into them and you ain't finished your shit. That's how, uh, I can't think of a better way to be mad at somebody. Yeah. Like somebody you help is mm-hmm. when your shit ain't straight. Right. You sitting over there being a good Samaritan. Right. And sure. then you need 20. <laughs> right. Oh. You done, you done came through Johnny on the spot for everybody. Right. Check your pocket. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm fucked up. Right. Somebody gonna have to let me hold a couple few. <laughs> I'm gonna need a couple few dollars. I'm, now and then you start looking at that person you gave a couple few to. <laughs> You're like, motherfucker. Mm, I don't like this. You got one that bit. yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every <laughs> day. day. <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Yeah, just just touching base. Uh, See if you got that. Hmm. Hey, you get that back yet? Hey, let me know. I'm just checking. <laughs> oh, hey, how you doing today, bro? I'm just checking. Yeah. Just touching base, make sure, you know, you know, see how things are going if you got that for me yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Every day you text right. them, you get them. Oh, okay, cool. Just check it. Yeah, just check it. Because you fucked up. Right. Because you didn't do you first. Yeah. This is this this is happens to a lot of people when it comes to like volunteering time and shit Mm -hmm. sometimes like maybe it's just me but it seems to me like a lot of the people i know who volunteer a hell of a lot like social workers not Mm -hmm. not volunteer people but like look at how emotionally beat down a lot of social workers oh yeah my grandmother was a social worker it was hard it's i mean just seeing it's hard work i mean just what taya does yeah it's hard work dude that and, and it's like that job is so hard proportional to what you get paid to because it's not like I mean, they make okay money. Yeah. But it's not like great money. Yeah, you ain't balling. You're not balling on no social worker yeah. paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. And you think about the emotional toll they get just from helping people, man. Mm-hmm. Every day. All day. <sighs> Everybody who talks to you got a problem. Yeah, they need some. <laughs> Could you imagine? <sighs> that would be horrible. We got a great job. Yeah, <laughs> that would be horrible. People bro. come to us when they want to have fun. <sighs> oh, I'm going to have a fun Friday night. Let me go to a logic show. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to get inspired. Right. I want to go see him because he makes me feel good. Right. As opposed to I'm gonna go see her because I feel like shit. Right. And, and I need I to need something. I need to dump on her real quick. 
Like, yo, yeah. I admire the fuck out of social workers, but I also worry about them. Cause like you said, your grandmother, when you talk to them, mm-hmm. you see like, yo, this is wearing on you. Yeah. And they're not shy about it. You oh, know, no, they know it is. <laughs> they know. It's like that deep need to to help people though, uh, overrides it, man. And you end up doing those jobs and you're like, well, what about me? Special people, man. Oh, it's totally. And you know, some people ultimately burn out. Yeah. I know so many people burn out. They're just like, yo, I did this shit for two, three or four years straight. And I just said, no, no, no. Yeah. Every day, like people work in like child protective services, <laughs> things like that. It's like, yo, man, you're helping an incredible amount of people. But what about you? Yeah. I love people. I don't love people that much. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm not an asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I can't. I, I don't have it in me. I think that's number four. You created limits. <laughs> that's a limit. That's right, a, it's like, nah, nah, I am not going that far. Number four. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I can't. I can't. I don't like people that much. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. care that much. Oh, me neither, man. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I love people when people are awesome. Right. I don't like people when they're not awesome. It's like, I have a threshold for shit too. Mm-hmm. And where it's like, you know what? I have my own shit. Right. And it's not fixed. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not fixed, it's hard for me to fix others. Mm-hmm. My mom is like the ultimate, like giver. Mm-hmm. Like I can almost count on like if I give my mom a hundred dollars, twenty going to my niece, twenty going to my sister. <laughs> she easy, gonna, easy, easy. Yeah. Off top, she paid them off the top like the mafia. She, <laughs> <laughs> she don't tell me this either. It's uh-huh. like hush money you straight up mafia she don't tell me shit uh-huh. and i'd be like mom i just gave you a hundred dollars where it go well you know i gave your niece something man your sister something man your other niece i'm like yo you was fucked up <laughs> how mom this yeah, was for man. your house insurance mm-hmm. you didn't have that hundred mm-hmm. how are you giving other people stuff she, well, my mom is like that she'd be like yeah i walked to the grocery store and i found twenty dollars on the ground i'm blessed she just be such and such came over and just gave me a hundred dollars i ain't mm-hmm. asking so my mom is just like she's in this super like zen karma place where money just be coming to her sometimes mm-hmm. and but you know in between times right she'd be giving everything away <laughs> in a way that i don't appreciate right because it's just my shit i'm like yo i just gave you money like uh-huh. it's gone yeah. how did you give my money to other people who i didn't agree to give my money <laughs> right other people i lied to yeah i said lied no. to them <laughs> said no to them dog they be getting me so good with the good cop bad cop scheme uh, in my family hey uh, can i get it i ain't got it hey bro can i get it i ain't got it hey son can you let me hold something i got you mom <laughs> of course and then they're like <laughs> that's 50 for <free. laughs> Maybe <laughs> good cop and bad cop me, man. Oh man, that's so great. That's so great. Well, yeah, that's number number six. That's it, man. The moral of the story: get your shit straight first before you help somebody else. Because yeah. ultimately, you're gonna end up resenting them, and you know you're not gonna be in the right frame of mind to really help them in the future. Yeah. You know. So, well, uh, that's it. Let me read them back. Uh, number one way to help somebody without hurting them. Number one is to reward or well, don't reward bad behavior. Number two, don't create dependency. It's hard, but you got to do it. Number three, positive feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're doing the good things, the right things, you give it up. Number four, create limits. Number five, wait. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a secret technique. Number six, finish your work first. Yes, sir. Get yours first, man. And, uh, you know, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And we will see you all next week. All right. Peace. Peace.
for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work, huh? <laughs>